You're listening to the ONP Check-In, an SPS podcast. This podcast brings you the latest happenings in the ONP industry. We're unpacking trends and news from this tight-knit orthotics and prosthetics community. Thank you for joining us. My name is Jackie Green. I'm a marketing specialist at SPS. And I'm Brendan Erickson, regional sales manager here at SPS. Welcome back to our listeners. If you're new to the ONP check-in, here is what you can expect. In each episode, we provide a quick SPS update and discuss hot topics in ONP with leading professionals in the industry. Before we get started, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Knitrite's Liner Liner Prosthetic Sock with Ionic Plus is designed to be worn under a suspension liner next to the skin to relieve skin irritations and improve comfort with liners. It has moisture wicking and Ionic Plus silver fibers to assist in odor prevention, providing a cool and soft garment for the patient. The liner liners, high stretch and ultra thin material give the garment excellent fitting qualities. Learn more about Knitrite liner liner socks on the SPS website, spsco.com. Thank you, Knitrite, for sponsoring this episode. Now let's see what's going on at SPS. Yeah, and what is going on at SPS is another awesome unpacked video, and this time it's about the Willowwood Meta Arc Foot, uh, which the Meta Arc Foot adapts instantly to provide patients with pressure-free stability and awesome ground compliance on uneven terrains and slopes. Yes, and the latest SPS Unpacked video, we unpack this dynamic foot to reveal what is included in the box and provide an overview of the features that make it a unique option on the market. Yeah, and it truly is unique. So go check out this video and all the other videos, which can be found on our YouTube channel, or you can just follow the link in our show notes. So the results of the recent SPS Trends survey are in, and this year we hosted three surveys covering different topics. First, we had the inventory management, then prior authorization and PDAC changes in the ONP, and now we have our most recent survey where we asked ONP professionals what their outlook is entering into 2023. So before we dive into the results, I would like to welcome SPS Senior Clinical Education Specialist, Liz Helen, to the show. So welcome, Liz. We're so glad that you can join us today. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Okay, so in this survey, one of the questions was related to the challenges the ONP professionals faced this year. The main pain point respondents are citing is supply chain issues. So 70% agreed with the statement that supply chain issues have caused disruption to their business or institution this year. So what have you guys been hearing from clinicians and suppliers? I'll take my first shot at it, if, if you don't mind, Liz. Um, so... You know, we travel a lot and talk to different owners of various O&P um, facilities across the nation. And a lot of people are saying that there are, you know, just material back orders. Um, some of the core products like plaster, um, some of the plastics that we have, um, they're just not being produced as quickly and as efficiently as, as previously. Um, so people are being very diligent about tracking what they've got on stock in their own facilities, uh, knowing what trends are out there in the marketplace for these type of commodities, and just being prepared and ordering, I would say, just a little bit more um, efficiently and paying attention more. Liz, are you, are you hearing the same thing? Oh, yeah. So, yes, Brendan, um, I certainly have been fielding more calls this year with customers, um, from customers who are requesting clinical solutions 
um, for alternative products. Maybe they can't find what they're used to using. There's a certain brand that they're they're used to using and, um, and they can't get their hands on the products, right? Literally. So they're asking for alternative options or more comparison type options um, to, to better serve their patients. Um, the beauty of working with a large distribution um, company like SPS is that we have a large inventory of various products to choose from, especially in a pinch. Um, clinicians might need to make hospital calls and they need to use alternative spine product options. Uh, we can certainly help provide some answers to their questions um, or and resolve the issues that they might be experiencing. So yeah, I, I would absolutely say that this year has been a, a bigger year with regard to those types of requests from us. Yeah. And Liz, I mean, it kind of seems like coming out of a pandemic, you know, there's more heightened demand for prosthetic and orthotic care. And I feel like our customers across the board are more busy. So we're getting kind of a double whammy here of maybe the product isn't there, the supply is low, but then the high demand of, you know, patients coming back after a pandemic and, you know, catching up from those year, year and a half, two years of of missed patient care, it's almost a double whammy. You seen that? Yes, I have. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, um, it's, it is a double whammy. It's almost like everything's going into a funnel all at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. That's the best way I could visualize it. It's like everything is coming into the funnel. It's always, I always call the end of the year, that funnel time, everything is funneling through. And, but it, all in all, I mean, Brendan, we travel a lot, right? We're out there in the field um, quite a bit. Um, we, we do ask these questions of our customers and um, yeah, I think it's, um, I think everybody's definitely feeling um, supply chain issues, but I, like, I feel like they were worse at the beginning of the year. And I think things have tapered, tapered down um, through the, through the, through the process of this year. And then here we are Christmas and FedEx and UPS are shipping like crazy, but you know, clinicians are still able to get their products. So I think that funnel effect is starting to, you know, to disperse a little bit. It's not, it's not as intense. W- would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there is light at the end of the tunnel. And, and I think that everybody is happy that we are so busy. I mean, it's always, you know, a blessing and a curse at the same time. And I think we would all rather be busier than than not. <laughs> and um, it's good problems to have. And, and hopefully, like you're saying, if all of the products and supplies come back to normal, um, you know, supply, then we are going to be cooking for 2023 which I'm excited about. Yes, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely, I think the pandemic definitely caused a lot of turmoil in manufacturing and the delivery sector more than we'd really seen before. Problems in staffing as well, raw materials, sourcing, capacity constraints, and it carried over from 2021 to 2022, which just kind of snowballed the situation here. But looking forward into 2023, we know from a shipping perspective, carriers are in a much stronger position position at this point and they have invested heavily in their fleets and that labor shortages while they are still a thing are being dealt with a little bit better but in a broader sense brendan how do you think like what can clinicians really expect looking into 2023 yeah and i I don't i mean if i want to kind of split your questions in two there because you talked a little bit about staffing and i think that is something everybody is um experiencing and and there's a lot of talent out there, but people are being very smart and choosy of where they go. So, you know, you talk about, you know, even good, hard physical labor workers that are in our warehouses are in very high demand. 
Um, and then you go all the way to master students coming out of the O&P schools. Um, they're in super high demand and people are being very uh, choosy about where they go to work. And we've seen kind of a mind shift, I would say, or a mindset shift of, you know, people kind of really analyzing where they are in their life after the pandemic, I guess. Um, and so some people are leaving, some people are moving, some people are saying no to jobs. And all of it, what I've seen, in my opinion, is it takes a lot more to be fully staffed. It takes a lot more to retain a good staff. And kudos to the people that can do it. And I think in 2023, we're going to see a little bit more of that and people um, finding exactly where they want to be in life and, you know, picking and choosing who they want to work for. So uh, it's a good thing, but it's also tough um, to find, you know, good staff and, and, and a good team. You know, I do think that the 2023 supply side of things, not just the personnel and the staffing, it's going to get better. I mean, you already mentioned the shipping and everything FedEx and UPS are doing to uh, expand their services. I mean, it's across the board. The world is changing or it has changed. And, you know, the smart companies out there that are still around and, and working are getting more efficient and stronger and better. And, you know, sometimes it takes something, you know, awful like a pandemic to improve the services. And I, I do think that's what's happened. If you could, you know, put some type of silver lining on that cloud. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Liz? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, anytime there's some um, supply chain issues um, or, you know, a disruption to a business, right? Um, you know, you know in, especially in a medical field, um, you know, clinicians may opt to, to leave, you know? Um, I, I think even in certain areas where COVID, um, the prevalence of COVID was much higher in certain clinics that, that created a shift of clinicians even moving from, to different ge geographical locations. Well, in, in our survey, 52% agreed definitely that keeping businesses and institutions fully staffed has been a challenge this year. Uh, and then 38% agreed that it, managing inventory on the shipping side of things has been a significant challenge as well. So it's definitely a big topic of conversation in the industry. And I feel like it kind of ties into our, our next point here, that 62% of survey respondents believe that they have experienced burnout at some point in their job. So in 2022, so not only are there staffing shortages and supply issues and everything like that, but burnout has become a really hot topic in our industry. And I, I think kind of across the board as well, I think a lot of people are struggling with that coming out of the pandemic. So this correlates with one of our other podcasts, if you haven't listened, where we interviewed Jerry Stark, and he talked about the prevalence of burnout within the industry especially those who have been in the industry for like 11 to 15 years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not surprised to see that stat come out, come out of the, the survey. Uh, I feel like, like I said before, everyone's just looking at things a little bit more meticulously with a, you know, a little bit more of a magnifying glass and that 100% bleeds down to your own personal well-being and, and people want to be with people that they like. They want to work with a good solid team and if you're not, you get burnt out, you know, and a lot of times people are picking up other people's roles and wearing different hats. We see that in the field a ton. When we talk to people, they're telling us, oh, wow, yeah, you know, my my office staff has diminished and I'm doing billing on top of, you know, trying to collect payments from the insurers. I'm trying to, you know, make sure I order things on time because things are back ordered. It's just this mountain of 
you know, just extra responsibility that's coming on people. So I think that burnout is very, very real. It is. And, and a shout out to Jerry Stark for doing this. But Jerry talks about subject matter that is um, really important to talk about. Um, you know, this is a medical field and many clinicians go into the medical field simply because they like helping people. And um, so to have leadership who align with this mindset and are engaged in the process of helping you feel successful while you're helping others and are able to offload you when you're feeling overwhelmed, to me, that's a recipe for success. Um, and I think that it, it, having a fully engaged leadership team makes the difference here, especially in the medical field where these, where the, the demands um, can be very challenging. I mean, um, reimbursement is really um, hitting not only our field, but the medical field as a whole. And I think that COVID really affected our field. It affected the entire medical field in a, a very unique way, um, which has caused you know some people to to move on. Um, you, I've seen in the last several years a lot of shifting around of clinicians, um, and I think that um, that speaks volumes to what's really happening. What you know, what is really happening, and why is there burnout? So I I really think it's great that Jerry has has um, brought this uh, conversation into our field. It's important to discuss that. I recommend his episode and his podcast, even to people who aren't in the O&P field, because I think it is so cross applicable to so many different industries. Yeah, there's a lot of strain. Um, there's a lot of strain, a lot of demand on the medical professionals. Um, uh, the, the load is, um, is very complicated. And then to throw a pandemic on top of that, you're scared as a clinician to go home and bring um, COVID to your families, you know, and yes, things have, have died out um, quite a bit with regard to that. Um, but still, it's just that, that additional strain that's been added to our medical professionals, for sure. The only thing I was going to say is, I mean, we were talking about a previous podcast with Jerry Stark, and then it just reminded me of, of what the Snell family podcast taught us was, hey, look, you know, hire good people. You know, that was the core of, of the takeaway for me on that was, you know, everybody can fit somewhere. Just make sure each person that you work with, that you have within your personal relationships is, you know, who you want to be with 95% of your life, right? Because you are. Other times we're just sleeping, but, you know, <laughs> you know you're going to be working with these people day in and day out and, and they're going to be part of your life. So get get good people and know them, listen to them, trust them. And, you know, it kind of seems like a basic recipe, but that's what I took away from their long success from, you know, back before World War One. That is another great podcast episode to tune into. But Jerry, he really highlighted some great things, developing resiliency, gaining perspective, um, taking some time to focus on you, like small workouts, focusing on small short eating lunch goals. <laughs> yeah getting lunch making yeah, sure yeah just make eating. sure you eat lunch <laughs> um just taking the time to have a conversation with your coworkers um you know and we'll put the link for that episode in, in our show notes as well so um but looking towards the future 54% of respondents indicated that reimbursements was their top of mind concern for 2023 um and then 32% believe that supply chain was a top concern and then retaining talent was 28 percent um 
So these are all big, hot topics. I feel like we've covered quite a few of them this year on our podcast. Um, So I guess reaffirming to know that we're talking about things people care about in this industry. You know, there's been some positive response by the government and and the Medicare allowables um, have been increasing during this tough time, uh, which is great to see. And I think last year it was 5%. Am I right, Liz? Yes. And, and this 5%. year, 8.7% increase. And that was provided by the ownpedge.com. So guys, we'll put this link in the uh, the show notes, but a great article talking about the DME POS fee schedule increase, 8.7% on average. Is that more or less than you thought, Liz? No, I think it's definitely more than what I was expecting. I mean, and it's, yeah, 87 8. 8.7% is a is a, a nice increase. But I think it just um, as a whole, I really would love to hear from our business owners um, who are managing um, <laughs> these numbers, you know, I really would love to hear their perspective on this. So I, I guess the answer to that question <laughs> remains to be seen um, in terms of what's happening with our field where there's definitely a separation um, of O&P versus um, the stock and bills, which are more on the doctor side of things. Um, there's there's definitely a greater respect towards what we're doing on the ONPP side, where we, we um, even just if it's an off-the-shelf device, um, we're custom fitting, the, custom fitting these devices and documenting that and, and providing that, uh, you know, a more customizable type of delivery um, to patients. We're not just um, putting a device um, and, ha- you know, handing over a device to a patient here, put it on. It's, it's, there's instruction, there's, there's follow through, there's um, unique care in, in the way that these devices are being provided, not to mention the custom side of things, which is a real expert uh, specialty within our field. Well, Liz, do you have anything else you want to share looking back on 2022 and looking forward into 2023? Yeah, I mean, 2022 was a big year um, in terms of um, a lot of changes to um, PDAC, um, you know, PDAC L code, you know, PDAC approved L codes, um, especially on feet, um, prosthetic feet. I mean, really, within the last two years, there's been a lot of changes. Um, I don't want to just say specifically 2022, when in fact it's really been 20, 2020 to 2022, um, where we're seeing significant changes. Um, with, um, re, you know, PDAC assigned codes for prosthetic feet and other items. Um, I think that from mine and Sam's perspective, we've been out in the field educating um, on outcome measures and outcome measures is really um, something that's important for clinicians to start doing in our field. And we see that that's going to be um a necessary change within the evaluation process for a lot of clinicians. Um, it's the most requested course, I think, um, outside of my- microprocessor overview courses um, that Sam and I are conducting. Um, looking forward in 2023, I think you know we're going to really improve our um, resources lists on our learning page, and we'll just continue to update throughout the year, just like we've done over the last two years. Um, but staying on top of that and really understanding those policy changes ahead of time and being prepared ahead of time will make a big difference, I think, overall for our customers. But, um, but yeah. Well, thank you to everyone that responded. Uh, we're looking forward to comparing these responses this year with uh, new responses gathered in Q4 of 2023. So, Liz, 
Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. This has been fun. And um, I think there's a lot of edits there <laughs> to be had. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's job retention right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, this conversation continues. I mean, I think that this is a good starting point. I think that we'll continue this conversation throughout 2023 and build on it. So uh, good luck to all of you um, out there who are listening and just know that we are happy to provide the resources that you might, that you're looking for. Um, uh, so give us a call. And when, when, Li- when Liz visits your office, mention this podcast, she'll give you a, a surprise. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> I like it may, that. I like it may that. just be a high five and a thank you so much, but you know, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, thank you all. I appreciate being involved in this discussion and let us know how we can additionally help you. So if you would like to complete future surveys, you can just be notified by joining our email list. We also have a lot of great content in our newsletter, so you can never miss when a new CU course, promotion, or product launches. So see the link in our show notes for that. Well, there you have it. Thank you for listening to the ONP Check-In, an SPS podcast. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review the show to help fellow ONP professionals find us. We'd also like to hear from you directly. What topics do you want us to cover? Do you have any burning questions? Email us with your thoughts and feedback at spspodcast at spsco.com. See you next time. Bye. Bye.